Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking all things calcium. It is probably one of the top nutrients that I get asked about. What is calcium? Why do we need it? Is it important? How do I know if my little one's getting enough? How much they need? How can I get enough calcium into my little one's diet? So many questions around calcium. We are going to cover that today. I want to hop in real quick and take a second to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Dino Bars. Dino Bars are all organic fruit and vegetable bars that are wrapped in edible paper. Yes, you heard me right, edible paper made from potato starch. And what that means for you is that you can get all the benefits that come with a fruit and veggie forward bar without the mess. Insert praise hands here. But seriously, I was really skeptical about these bars. I thought they were going to be another kind of sticky, gooey mess that my littlest ones had trouble chewing. They're not like that at all. The kids love them, but I love them too. Not only because they taste delicious, but they have simple, balanced ingredients that make for a great option for nutrition on the go. Click the link in the description box below and use code Alyssa10, that's A-L-Y-S-S-A, the number 10, for 10% off. And don't you dare get a pack without my absolute favorite flavor, purple sweet potato raspberry. Okay, now back to the show. So let's jump right in. All right. So first and foremost, what is calcium? Well, calcium is a mineral essentially. And that mineral really helps, of course, with bone health. We know that this has probably been drilled into us since childhood, how important milk is, right? Like we know milk is the highest source of calcium. Uh, But that being said, we know that calcium is a super important mineral for our health, specifically with our bones. Did you also know that calcium plays a really important role in our heart health and more often or more in depth than that also our muscle function and even how our nerves work in our body. So calcium is super important, especially to uh, younger adults and children. Really building up that calcium is super important for really all ages, honestly. Um, So let's start with how much calcium we need to be giving our little ones. So this is just basically on the RDA's website, and you can find this online. But essentially, uh, babies from zero to six months need about 200 milligrams of calcium. Now this is found in breast milk and most formulas, um, if not all formulas, have calcium either fortified or in it naturally. So you can find it there. Um, Babies seven to 12 months need about 260 milligrams milligrams per day. Children one to three, kind of that toddler range, need about 700 milligrams per day. And children's, uh, children four to eight need about a thousand. And then nine to 18 is really like 1300, a little bit more if you're a woman. Um, and then from there, it's about a thousand milligrams per day going on up. So just keep that in mind for the amounts that we need. Um, something that I think a lot of parents might find interesting about calcium is that Although we have been drilled into our brain about dairy being the source of calcium, it is not the only 
source of calcium. So in fact, not only is dairy not the only source of calcium, but even though there is a lot of calcium in dairy products, which is great, especially if your toddler likes calcium uh, or dairy, I should say, um, sources and they're not allergic, it's fantastic to give it to them. Um, However, what I will say is that dairy products are a little bit less bioavailable to our body than some other foods. So we'll get into that here when I go through some sources, but just to back up a little bit, the term bioavailable means how available that mineral or nutrient is to our body. So how well our body can actually absorb it. So this is really interesting because when we look at one cup of whole milk, which is pretty standard for most homes, especially here in America, especially for toddlers, um, you'll find about 300 milligrams per cup of whole milk, which sounds like it takes a pretty big swing at that 700 milligrams per day that they need. However, the bioavailability of calcium in one cup of milk is about 30%, meaning that they're actually only absorbing around 100 milligrams from that cup of milk. So just keeping that in mind when we think about calcium, the biggest thing here that I would recommend, obviously, if your little one doesn't have an allergy to dairy um, or any of these foods that we're going to talk about, is to just vary the source that they're getting calcium. So we shouldn't just be relying on milk, shouldn't just be relying on yogurt, and really actually giving a nice variety of different foods that are high in calcium. So let's get into that next. So we know, of course, dairy is a great source of calcium, things like milk. I prefer to give my little ones whole milk um, to get that fat content in there as well. So uh, milk is a great source, yogurt, cheese um, are really great options to get that calcium into our little ones. I also find that typically dairy, obviously outside of any sort of um, allergies, is well accepted by our little ones. Maybe that's through like a quesadilla in the middle of the day or grilled cheese, or maybe it's cheese on the side if your kids are anything like my kids. Uh, Maybe pouring a little bit of uh, milk in their eggs every morning just to give it a little boost or simply giving them uh, milk with a meal or two per day. Now, the other thing with milk, which I have an entire podcast episode if you want to go back and listen to that, kind of how to transition to whole milk, but also just more information about milk and toddlers is that it's really easy for kids to drink a lot of their um, calories throughout the day, drink a lot of their energy through the form of milk. And what that can actually do is replace some of the solid food or appetite for solid food throughout the day. So you might be struggling with your little one not eating enough lunch or snack or dinner because they're drinking too much milk. And sometimes drinking too much milk not only replaces that appetite for solid food, but also can actually limit their uh, exposure to multiple different nutrients. So it can actually cause a nutrient deficiency if they're drinking too much milk and not eating a varied diet of solid foods. So just keeping that in mind, I recommend around 16 ounces per day um, to limit your little one. Uh, Now, obviously I have that entire podcast episode. So if you're wondering how to do that or what that looks like, or if it's like really strict, which by the way, it's not, um, then I would check out that podcast episode, but that's kind of where I recommend to limit. So keeping that in mind, uh, milk is great, uh, a great source of calcium, but we also don't want to like completely flood their day with milk. 
I want to take a quick second and remind you of my free picky eating guide. If you haven't downloaded this guide yet, take a second and click the link in the show notes below and download your copy today. It's eight pages long and you'll learn the five pillars of parenting a picky eater that not only make this podcast make way more sense, but it'll also help you jumpstart a more peaceful experience at the table. The best part is it's absolutely free and will be delivered directly to your inbox. All right, now back to the show. All right, so let's talk a little bit about some um, calcium sources that are not dairy, because for some of those out there who your little one refuses dairy, doesn't like dairy, or maybe even has an allergy. So let's get into those. Okay, so one of my favorite non-dairy sources of calcium are actually chia seeds. You might be really surprised to know that just one tablespoon of chia seeds um, actually has like over a hundred milligrams of calcium, which is pretty incredible with that kind of size. So we do chia seed pudding really often. I love that. The kids love it. Uh, It's a great way to start their day or get a great snack in um, and has some really great nutrients in there as well. And again, you can actually make chia seed pudding with milk if you want, or a fortified milk, or um, we love it with coconut milk as well. But most often I just use whole milk. So it's really double dose of um, calcium, which is awesome. Okay. Some other options, uh, canned fish like sardines or salmon can actually be really high Um, calcium amount. Beans and lentils are great ones, really high in fiber as well that help with multitude different other uh, issues with our uh, toddlers. So those are really great foods to kind of sprinkle in there as well. There's also fortified cereals or even other types of milks that have calcium in there as well. So you want to kind of keep your eye on that. And you want to make sure that you find anything that's fortified, um, hopefully that has vitamin D in there as well, or be supplementing with vitamin D and look for that calcium carbonate as the um, additive. So look for that. Almonds are a great source. However, with almonds, again, with the bioavailability, it's a little bit lower than normal. So just keeping that in mind, but we love almonds. We have a granola wheat that has uh, broken up almonds into it, which is a really easy way to get it in. Tofu is a great source of calcium typically. So just check the package, but uh, that, that was a really great source of calcium. Then you can look at things like dried fruit, specifically dried figs have a really high amount of calcium for the amount. Um, So if your little one likes that, some other kind of seeds and nuts and things like that, but sunflower seeds are really high. So sometimes I'll put those on top of things like salad or baked um, on top of things makes a really great kind of like crust on the top of things. Um, Or again, like in some sort of um, granola along with sesame seeds. Broccoli, leafy greens actually have quite a bit of calcium, which always surprises people. And again, actually quite high in the bioavailability. Sweet potatoes can be a great option. Also typically pretty toddler friendly if they can get past the color. The taste is really delicious and a little bit sweet. Um, So typically they tend to like that. And of course, fortified orange juice, which is a crowd pleaser for most kids. Now there is calcium in a lot of different foods, but those are some of the highest. So keep those in mind. So like I said earlier in this episode, uh, dairy, although has a high amount of calcium, isn't necessarily as bioavailable as some of these foods we just listed. Now on that same kind of I guess, two sides of the same coin. When you look at some of these more plant-based sources of calcium, although they might be more bioavailable in 
in kind of some different research studies, they also tend to sometimes have binders in those foods that actually bind calcium. So even though they're technically more bioavailable, they can also bind the calcium in the food to keep you from absorbing it. So This goes back to why I recommend having a variety of different calcium sources in your little one's diet. Mix it up. Keep it light. We don't need to stress about this. We don't need to really overly um, count or track or try to get too obsessive with it. Some days are going to be a little more calcium heavy than other days, and that's completely fine. We want to make sure that we're having that well-rounded diet and really offering that variety. So thinking of offering, you know, two to three different calcium-rich foods every single day would be most ideal. And again, keeping those in a different varied way. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. And I also want to remind you, if you're struggling to get your picky eater to eat a variety of foods, a really great resource for you is my free picky eating guide. You can grab that in the description box below. There will be a link for you. You can download it. It's completely free. It teaches you those five steps to reversing picky eating. And so many families have found it really, really helpful just to get them started at trying new foods, figuring out ways they can put it on the plate where it actually gets attention from their little ones and um, gives them the opportunity to try uh, getting a more varied diet, which is so important, not only for their overall health, more specifically their gut health, their um, immune health, and their brain health. So that variety is truly, truly key. All right. I hope this episode was helpful for you and I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.